Thank you so much again for being with us this week, each central moment from the nation of Turkey. We've had a wonderful tour together. In fact, I'm really looking forward to another tour next summer, the last two weeks of June of 2024. Uh, Jeremy Stein, who's been leading our tour this time through Turkey, will be with us leading a wonderful group through the Holy Land. And I encourage you to sign up. You'll be hearing much more about it. Uh, we are grateful for the great time our group has had this week. And today now for the, our last central moment from Turkey, I'd like to invite you to the city of Pergamum. And there was a church there that Jesus wrote a personal letter to. May God bless you as we visit that moment. In the Western world, we may see relatively little persecution for our faith in Jesus, but Satan has another strategy, one to distract us and water down our faith. So may we look to the example of the church in Pergamum as we remain faithful to Jesus. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with a special edition of The Central Moment. I welcome you to Central Moments, and I'm bringing you Central Moments from a place I never thought I would ever be. I'm standing atop the, uh, the Acropolis of the city of Pergamum in Western Turkey. Pergamum and the church in that city was the focus of Jesus' attention in Revelation chapter 2 when he addressed the third of the seven churches. Pergamum was a place here at the Acropolis of cultic worship. Likely, Revelation was written during the time of Domitian, the Roman Empire, who declared himself to be Lord and God. So if you said Jesus is Lord and God, uh, you are essentially saying the emperor is not Lord and God, and that could cost you your life. It's almost inconceivable for those of us who have lived in perhaps the Western world where we have seen relatively no persecution to actually confess that Jesus is Lord and know that's going to cost you your life. It was to a church in a city like this that Jesus addressed his attention. And he, he, he writes to them and says that I am the one who has the sharp double-edged sword coming out of my mouth. In other words, he is going to have the final word. He is the truth, the way, and the life. No human emperor who claims themselves to be God. These are the words of him who has the sharp double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne. And so everybody in Pergamum would understand exactly what Jesus was talking about here, right here where Satan had his throne, where, where, where the very powers of darkness and demonism were worshipped and honored, and where anything that stood opposed to that cultic worship uh, would be threatened and persecuted and possibly killed. He says to that church, you did not renounce your faith in me. Not even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death in your city where Satan lives. We know about 150 years later, uh, the governor of this area at that time brought together the church leaders from here and from Thyatira nearby and had them burned alive in this city because they would not renounce Jesus. Jesus says, I know where you live, where Satan's throne is, and you have not renounced my name. I know there's pro probably for most of us no government officials going to force us to renounce Jesus' name, but the devil has another strategy. He just wants 
to distract us. He just wants to water down the fire of the Holy Spirit in us. He just wants to live as if, yeah, I believe it's true, but I'm not going to live like it's true. He wants to live with compromise in our hearts until we miss all that Jesus has for us as a part of his living church. And it may not be overt persecution, but it may be a subtle watering down. All we know is we're in a spiritual battle. And we must, in our lifestyles, in our testimony, in our confession, we must, like the church here, against all those odds in Pergamum, we must not renounce our faith or water it down. He goes on to say, you have allowed sexual immorality in, into your church. You are, are still kind of trying to keep some of the cultic worship and, and just add it to Jesus who you've now found. And of course, that doesn't work. And this was not a perfect church. Some people say, I, I wish we had a New Testament church. And some days I want to say, what, which one do you want? Because none of them were perfect. I think what we're saying there is we wish we had more signs and wonders and moving of the Holy Spirit. And we need more of all of that. But at the bottom line, we need to stay faithful to Jesus himself. So let's hear his message today as I stand in the middle of the city to which Jesus sent a message to his living church. You've not you've not forsaken my name. You've not renounced me. Let's keep living that way and put away all the other sin and all the other things that are in the way. Father, here we are. Here we are. Touch our churches. Uh, touch our lives. Touch our families. Help us to stay true and focused on you and you alone. And let our lives be pure and holy, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. <music>